Welcome to the Pop Goes the Culture box office report for Thursday, June the 14th. We're at our Thursday home of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. We're at the Alamo Draft House in Springfield, Missouri. I am, as always, Joey Mills with GeekDad.com. And going around the room, we've got Odin with Upscale Edge. Kenny with Upscale Edge. Jen with Alamo Draft House. We are in the back half of the week. We were just talking before you showed up about how long this week has felt. Uh, uh, you got that right. So if you need a Thursday pick-me-up, if you're just trying to make it through the last half of the week, let us know. Uh, you can find us on our Twitter or Facebook pages. You can just post on there, hey, I need something to make me smile, something to pick me up, get me through the rest of the week, uh, and we will be sure to respond. And hopefully those of, us, those of you who are following us on uh, social media uh, we'll get shoot some love out there as well. Uh, if if you don't want it to be known, you can send us an email, and uh, we'll certainly be thinking about you. Or you can use the hotline and uh, your choice there. You can tell us, hey, I don't don't mind if you put this in a show, or you can say this really isn't for everybody. Just letting you guys know, I could use some uh, positive vibes out there. Either way, we'll be sure to send them out there to you, and hopefully, yeah, others and will always follow remember. Us as well. Joey likes it dirty, so keep the conversations going that way. What? <laughs> on the phone line. <laughs> Seems that we've not had a single caller on that going, line yet. Oh, somebody's going to. I'm going to push this. Into I know you're trying to get somebody to call <laughs> in with something inappropriate for broadcast, but which the good news is we're on the internet, so there is no appropriateness <laughs> standards. But. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, or we would be SOL. <laughs> <laughs> Probably so. Uh, so again, you can uh, find us on all those places, and we'll give you the uh, information on where to find us a little bit later on in the show. But before we do, let's take a look at a few movie-related uh, headlines. Uh, we were all way <laughs> off on our prediction last week <laughs> so when we were uh, talking about Ocean's Eight, um, which is typoed on my sheet. Odin, I know you're going to call it out. Yep. <laughs> so uh, we all thought. Well, you know, what could this movie do? Is it going to hit twenty million? Kenny thought maybe not quite twenty million. I think we were both in the twenty to twenty-five. Right. Um, moviegoers proved us all wrong. Uh, the film opened number one, making forty-one point six million dollars, doubling up almost our closest guess. Wow. So uh, I love it. Yeah, that's, that's great. Awesome. Sometimes I love yeah. being wrong. Yeah, well, absolutely. In this case, very yeah. much so. Yeah, that's what I said yesterday. I was like. I could not be happier that they proved me wrong. I yeah. absolutely. I, I am so glad, and maybe this is something that will start a trend of people going, "Hey, I'm just going to go see what I want to see." Yeah, yeah go see awesome. what I want to see. And if it's all female cast, let's go see it. You know, quit denying these movies. You know, and I, I'm happy. I, that's amazing. Yeah, really our is. houses here have been filling up all week with this one, and I. Uh, it just brings a smile to my face. Absolutely. I love Have it. you had a chance to see it yet? No, but I saw two movies this week just uh, because right. I, yeah. What, what did you see this I week? I saw Hereditary and then I saw Deadpool 2. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. We're going to get to those in yep. just a minute because uh, we're rounding out the top five. Solo brought in another $15.7 taking the number two spot. You've still not had a chance to see Solo yet, though, right? No, that's that's next on okay. the list. <laughs> yeah, that's your, next <laughs> I'm going to have it by next week. All right. so there, there's still too. people going out and giving see, it a chance. Yeah, so. they're still making a little bit here and there. Deadpool 2 brought in another $14.1 What did you think of Deadpool 2? I that you loved saw? it. I loved it. It was... Uh, you know, definitely not appropriate for kids. Well, but, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, they, um, you know, oh. try to, have you guys seen it? They oh, have. I've never okay. seen it. Oh, yeah, I laughed the whole way through it. Um, and, and I saw it late last night, 
when after a long day and it was still like very entertaining and I stayed awake and <laughs> engaged, focused. That's how you know after you've had a long day and you can still enjoy something. Yeah. You're like, Anything. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. We actually watched Coco last night. Oh yeah. And we started that at ten o'clock at night or something like that. Yeah, that's was, about when late. I watched Deadpool and I was yeah, so good. Very good. And then uh, coming in at number four at uh, yeah, number four. Uh, Hereditary, which debuted uh, with 13.6 million, you saw that one. Uh, we were talking yeah. about it beforehand. We didn't. The trailers, you know, is it as good as the trailers? Is creepy as the trailer? Is it because um, they don't give you much information in the trailer? Right. They're just kind of setting the mood. So tell us kind of what you thought about yeah. uh, Hereditary. Okay, so um, you know, and I posted an article last week about how uh, viewers were strapped with Apple watches right. and their heart rates skyrocketed. And I think I'm broken. I don't. I didn't get that at all, you know, like, um, <laughs> and it's kind of an unpopular opinion, but it's not really my genre either. I thought it was scary enough that the next morning when I got up at 4.30, I ran to my car, right. <laughs> you know, and I don't <laughs> run, but um, I was expecting a lot more, I think, and there were several scenes, you know, there's some violent visual imagery, right. for sure. There were several scenes that made me go, What? What? So I guess in that sense it was it was good, but um, more unsettling than scary. Would you say then? Or? Yeah, more unsettling than scary. It didn't. It was good for what it was, but you know it was it was just billed as so much better, yeah. so much over the top, you know, next level horror. And I did not get that from well, it. They probably had it where they had the lines out in front for an hour or two, and they kind of. Look for the people that were a little more excitable or a little <laughs> yeah. more whatever. Like, oh, let's put the watches on them because they'll, yeah. they'll probably be those people like, oh, my God, well, you know, don't well, go in well, there. You know? that's, <laughs> and, and that's not normally a common practice at screenings. And so, yeah, they were looking for a response. And Yeah, I'm and sure I kept thinking Gabriel Byrne may have lost a bet, and that's what. Really? Because it's Gabriel Byrne, and mm -hmm. I'm like, what? man, and he produced it. So, I mean, he obviously has some other stuff going on, but right. his role was pretty sad, really. I've heard it's kind of a slow to get started. So. Yeah, yeah, I would <laughs> like definitely you have agree to stick with that. With it yeah, but the little girl, oh my gosh, she's amazingly creepy. She's yeah, <laughs> she was perfect. Excellent. Little kids, anyways, and those yeah, are but it's something yeah. about yeah. the yeah. little girls say. that yeah. you're just like, oh my god. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. that yeah. Damien yeah. yeah. to him. Yeah, fixed stare on a child is that'll get you every time. We're going to circle back around to that here in a little bit on some of the other news. But uh, also rounding out the top five, number five, Avengers Infinity War brought in another $7.2 million. It was not enough to get to $2 billion over the weekend. Uh, it took until Tuesday for Avengers Infinity War to officially pass $2 billion in the global box office. So congratulations to them. Oh, they made they'll a make another change. one of those. Yeah, they'll just, make another one of those, I'm sure. Uh, that rounds out the top five from last week's box office. As far as what's coming up, the news and rumors, uh, this one made me smile, so I included it. Mm. Uh, Leah Thompson, who starred in the original Howard the Duck film, is pitching a reboot to Marvel Studios that she wants to direct. Uh, this is coming on the heels of Marvel Studios head Kevin Feige publicly stating that he wants to see more female directors in these Marvel films that are coming out, and so uh, she's using that statement as a way to get her foot in the door. Her directorial debut, The Year of Spectacular Men, releases this weekend in limited release. Um, she's decided that apparently if you kind of read through the the story, I guess she'll go to conventions and a lot of times what these conventions will do is they'll put 
people from a cast together. And so she tends to get lumped in with uh, the folks from Back to the Future. They'll get Michael J. Fox when he's available, yeah. and they'll grab mm-hmm. the guy that played Biff, who's a stand-up comedian. And she says she'll go to these, and she'll have a booth set up, and she says at least a third of the people approach her are talking about Howard the Duck and how much they love that movie. Yeah, I can't believe they're not talking to her about some kind of wonderful. <laughs> well, I guess she doesn't. Yeah. She would rather. She'd rather make that Marvel catalog, money. Is what she's wanting. So. I think. Yeah, can't blame her. She's yeah. wanting to make some of that Marvel money while no, the, I can't blame while they're her printing cash. So. I celebrate her entire catalog. So yeah. and I still, you know, you ha- you don't ever know a memory is going to be so like prominent in your mind when when it's occurring. So I remember so specifically when I saw Howard the Duck. It was August 1986 <laughs> at the Fort Scott Theater in Fort Scott, Kansas. And I I really liked it. And then my parents, I remember them talking about, this movie sucks. You know, <laughs> I can just remember all of that. Right. And I was thinking, oh, does it suck? And so it just became like a family joke from that point on. And I think it'd be hilarious if there was a Howard the Duck reboot. I, and I think yeah, I just rewatched it like yeah. a year ago, something like that. It was on something. I was like... Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen it, so now my age. Now I'm gonna see if I still liked it. I still liked it, so yeah. I thought it was still good. Do you think she'll try to stay like in that style, like I the old style? Yeah, or I don't have any idea. Is she gonna try I to, think like, they're make still early. Darker? No, I'm sure there's. I am guessing that she, for as bad as that movie is in a lot of spots. The whole cast looked like they're having fun. I mean, Tim Robbins looks like he's having a blast. She looks like she's having a blast. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm guessing that if they're going to make that movie, it needs to have that fun feeling to it. Yeah. It needs to be a goofy, screwball kind of comedy that just feels like fun. Because, I like to think she would do that. Yeah, I think In my that. Because <laughs> that's why I think that if people are, if it, they're not coming to her saying, I love the plot. <laughs> they're not coming no, to her saying, right. I love the effects. They're coming to her saying, I just love the movie. I love the feel of it. So I imagine that if she's going to get involved in in a remake, that it's going to have to capture that feeling of just fun, goofy, oddball kind of thing. Yeah, I'll be curious to see what what comes of this because it – I mean, right now I'm like, yeah, I'll I'll go watch it. (laughs) Yeah, we'll watch all of it. it, (laughs) Why not? Uh, word this week is that it really doesn't matter whether or not Ben Affleck wants to stay on as Batman <laughs> because the Batman director, uh, Matt Reeves, is said to be looking to recast the role and kind of reboot the character going forward now that they've got a little bit of leeway because three of the top brass at DC Entertainment and Warner Brothers have stepped down in the last couple months. So um, <laughs> I saw a quote. I forget the name of the gentleman that stepped in at Warner's uh, as president. I want to say in December, um, but yeah, he, he had a pretty colorful quote about the uh, situation he stepped into is uh-huh. regarding the Warner Brothers and DC properties. Um, so it sounds like they're kind of just cleaning house. <laughs> they're, they're looking to start over. Um, I did see also that the uh, Todd Phillips, Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie is supposed to start production this fall. Good luck on that. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah. if you're gonna clean house, go ahead and just clean out the house. You don't clean yeah. house and sweep a few things in the corner. And so <laughs> then, what's this saying? Is this saying that uh, this guy is like, I don't care. I'm not interested in uh, yeah. Ben Affleck. I'm looking for someone yeah, else. He, he, yeah. Okay. He's. I think okay. that the uh, kind of the reins have been loosened a little bit, and they said, look, if you don't want to deal with this, if you want to make a movie and not have to worry about what kind of mood. Ben Affleck's in today, and whether or not he wants to star in this, go ahead and just find who you want and make this movie. Well, yeah, he's been so wishy-washy, I wouldn't want right. him there either. Yeah, yeah, if you don't want to be there, don't yeah. be there. Oh, I totally agree. You that have to totally clean house. 
He starts throwing a diva fit and decides he doesn't want to do the rest of the movie. Yeah. It's like, okay, what do we do now? Yeah. Word is that they're looking to go younger as well. So uh, I've heard, be nice. yeah. I've heard yeah. uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's name mentioned, which I think he may be getting wrapped up with some Spider-Man work pretty soon. So if they want to go that route, they better do it quickly. Well, here's my thing on this kind of stuff. I get it. You want a big-name actor to right. be in these roles, but there has got to be a pretty buff, chiseled-jawed, good-looking dude that is not that well-known, but is I a think it needs damn to be. good actor. Yeah, yeah that's and what I, I think. I know there's, you could throw a rock in Hollywood and hit one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why yeah, not put them in that? They're young. They're hungry. They're hungry. They want it. Yep. They're not going to diva out on you because they're like, oh, my God, this biggest part I'll have or ever had or whatever. Yep. These are the people that I want to see in these movies, not these older, you know, like I said, divas and shit. I don't care, you know. Yeah, well, you think back to the original Star Wars, nobody knew who any of those people were when they were cast. I mean, nope. yep. Harrison Ford was working as a roofer on George yeah. Lucas's <laughs> house, <laughs> and he's like, hey, you were in American Graffiti. You want, you want to come do this? So, I mean, they, yeah, they kind of need to go that route if they're going to really try to reboot this whole uh this whole DC because I mean, you're looking thing. at 1% of the people that go out there make it into the movies so let's open that up for some of these other people you know that's the way I feel I think you'll get a better product out of it and yeah. when an actor is hungry they're definitely going to do their best <laughs> yeah this is a make or break opportunity so I mean Ben Affleck's nice but let's not get carried away he is not the best actor <laughs> that is out there I mean definitely not for this genre yeah. it doesn't yeah. make sense it's never made sense to me I would prefer to see him just stay behind the camera, to be honest. His, yep. the, the movies that he's directed. Where he shines. Been, yeah, he's oh, done yeah. really well. I mean, he, he won an Oscar for writing. He mm-hmm. has done well behind the camera. Let's, let's just keep him in that role. But being in front of the camera is where you make the money, too. So Yeah. Well, but, we don't care because we're <laughs> well, not going to go see that shit. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we got our first trailer for Tim Burton's live-action Dumbo movie. Uh, this might be one of his most, if you just look at it, it looks like one of his most grounded films. It doesn't scream Tim Burton, which is odd if it's taking yeah. place in a traveling circus. You would think that that would, if you put Tim Burton and you say, we're going to have a story taking place in a traveling circus, you would immediately think, okay, well, that's going to have some pretty dynamic visuals it's going to feel like a Tim Burton movie just but from the trailer and I know subject to change but the trailer looks pretty you know grounded it looks like this could I mean it's a flying elephant but it could it looks like it could be set you know in a in an old timey you know anywhere in the midwest or whatever so I I'm don't know. excited I'm I'm kind of glad he played it straight I yeah. think it it looks it, it's just perfect. And I got goosebumps. Um, it's got Michael Keaton. It's got mm-hmm. Danny DeVito. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm ready. Bring it. I saw the trailer like just before we started. Speak up this. a little bit, Odin. Nobody Man. can hear you. <laughs> ah, sorry. I just saw the trailer like before Welcome we started world. all this. <laughs> and um, like I, in watching it, yeah, it does look really grounded, but it also looks like they have that like scene where. Dumbo gets drunk and stuff. So, oh yeah, there's the purple or the pink <laughs> elephant. In, yeah, so, if you guys, blink and you miss it, but yeah, that's oh, probably going weird. I full on expect to see two headed person and the snake boy and the bearded woman and the, all the carny. Yeah, he didn't have it in the trailer, but because certainly, yeah, it's still early and yeah. yeah I but can uh, see it. it it felt more it felt more big fish than it felt yeah Beetlejuice or you know yeah, what I mean yeah yeah. So. It definitely yeah. didn't 
have a Tim Burton feel to it. But I didn't know. see any yeah stripes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was no <laughs> black and white striping yeah. that I saw in the trailer. Yeah, I, I could have missed see it. Johnny Stay Depp tuned. in there anyway. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's another weird. I'm one. here for your Dumbo, Chuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, and this one is, uh, I think this came out yesterday. Uh, last little bit of news. We we're talking about creepy kids. Ewan McGregor is set to star as Danny Torrance. I think he goes by Dan or Daniel, though, in this, because I read the book. Uh, in the film adaptation of Stephen King's Dr. Sleep, which is a, his sequel to his book, The Shining, uh, sounds like the movie is going to be more like a sequel, an a, a real adaptation of the book and not a sequel of Stanley Kubrick's film version of The Shining, which wildly deviated from the actual book. So um, this could be interesting. I don't know. The book wasn't wasn't that great. Oh, it it like picks up after The Shining. I want to say, is it what, 30 years? Yeah. 30 years uh, later, Danny is Daniel and he's got a drinking problem and that, and, and he works in a, like a, like an old folks, like almost like a hospice type place where he like helps people slowly drift off to death. You know, he like yeah. puts them down. That's why he call him Doctor Sleep, uh-huh. and, and that's that, and that's okay. <laughs> but then there's like this whole other subplot with like <laughs> traveling vampires in an RV and stuff. I don't. That's like feed on the shining, feed on the psychic abilities. It's uh-huh. it goes kind of weird in a hurry. Stephen King said it was like a return to the full-on horror right. that The Shining was. You know, when it came out in like 2013, the book, uh, that's what that's what his goal was. And and he did, you know, have that kind of meandering style in that era, you know, in the yeah. early teen 2000s where, you know, Dreamcatcher and, and that yeah. stuff where he kind of went off on its <laughs> tangents. So definitely in that style. But I, I want to see it. I'm always looking for a movie that's actually going to scare me, and I think this might have a shot. A shot at the gold. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Stephen King stuff, so I'm, I'm going to go see it. I, I saw It, and so I'm definitely going to see this. <laughs> it was the scariest book I've ever read, yeah. for sure. I, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've got, you know, it's not like the book is sacred to people because no. it was just kind of right here's, here's a sequel to the shining i've yeah. been thinking about danny um so you know there's not they can't really screw it up i just i just don't know when when i look through and i know stephen king's kind of having a moment again um where everybody's trying to adapt whatever they can i think just about everything that he's ever written is under options somewhere right now um this isn't one that to me screamed oh they got to make that into a movie but it's only because of its attachment to The Shining at all. Yeah. I mean, you know, like it's not a standalone by any stretch. No. But uh, still going to watch it, you know, because I love Ewan McGregor. Right. And because I love Stephen King. So I'm going to give it a shot. Yep. It should make a few million. Oh, yeah. It'll, it'll, yeah. It'll, and it'll be released in September or October, I'm sure. Of oh, yeah. It'll probably year. do like some of these other movies that it's not cranking out the 40 or whatever million, but it'll. Just Keep slowly raking that seven, yeah. Yeah. that yeah. fourteen, thirteen here and there. Yeah, <laughs> yep. scooping yep. in with the hands. Oh yeah, and I, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. We probably won't have to wait too long. I imagine we'll see it probably next fall or, or shortly thereafter. New in theaters this week. Uh, Superfly kind of caught me off guard as I was putting it together because it released. It had a, like a weird release date. It released early in the week nationwide, which was yeah, kind of weird. It wasn't. A, yeah, it was kind of odd. Um, so that is obviously a remake of the old 
black exploitation superfly film. It looks interesting. It's not something I think I would go to theater and see, but I would like to see it at some point. Yeah. Uh, the next couple, uh, the first of which we'll cover, Tag. This is the movie that apparently kept Jeremy Renner out of Marvel's Avengers Infinity War <laughs> with the story. That's I guess he great. like broke both arms on this oh. movie. It's based on a true story. Oh, really? Yeah. I That's could believe awesome. it from the trailers. Yeah. It uh, is based on a true story of a group of friends that started playing tag when they were young and now they're middle-aged men that still like a 30 year play old the tag. tag and oh yeah i know we saw the trailer for the first <laughs> time at uh clerks yeah and oh my god i laughed my ass off that, lo- that yeah, show looks it, fantastic it looks yeah, i want to see that and apparently uh, you know obviously it's a movie they've taken liberties but apparently it's Hughes pretty close to the source material in that these guys are saying, yeah, the game has gotten more elaborate and more it's dangerous <laughs> the older they've gotten. It's and a amazing. wedding. See, uh, we used to do the thing where you would go and punch each other in the shoulder as hard as you could, and it'd be anywhere. If it was in school or, you know, whatever. We used to play that game, so I guess that's a f- version of tag. That doesn't sound like a game at all. <laughs> that sounds more like <laughs> abuse. <laughs> yeah. sounds like well, when you're a small town of <laughs> 600 people, <laughs> that's all that's right, right. there's only so much you can do. Just punch uh, through the pain. <laughs> exactly. Or punch back as you cry. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't hurt. Uh, let's see. And of course, the big news this week, the wide release of Incredibles 2. Uh, everything that I've seen, heard, read says that this is one that's been worth the 14-year wait since the original. It, apparently, this thing is... People are saying not only is it a good follow-up to The Incredibles, the first movie, but it's just a... It, and it's a great Pixar movie. They're just saying it's just a good movie, period. They've kind of done what they do at Pixar and just put out good movies that happen to be computer-animated films. But I'm excited. I'm yeah, excited it looks good. It. Yeah, yeah, I want to see it. Yeah, that is one that... Uh, has been on the radar for a while now. That oh, when yeah. they announced it, you know, Incredibles is probably one of my favorite Pixar films. It's one of my favorite superhero movies. It's it's a, one of my favorite family films. I mean, it's just it's it's a, such a good movie. And then to hear that they, I mean, clearly they weren't trying to cash in on a trend because yeah. it's been 14 years since the first one. But uh, to hear that they actually had a good story, they felt like they could tell. Uh, I, I'm excited. I'm glad to, to see it out, and uh, we'll be sure to catch those and other movies out of the theater this week. All right, so our social media poll, question of the week, uh, because we have uh, an appointment on Saturday with the Rick Mobile here at the Alamo yes. Draft House. Uh, we were asking, and we've asked all week on social media, what is your favorite animated series? Uh, we threw out three options, and Other is getting a lot of votes. I think Other might pass my choice of <laughs> underdog if we're not careful. Uh, um. And then we've got a couple at... Uh, First and second place, just a couple of votes separating first and second place. Um, but we've not had a chance to ask you yet. So what is your favorite animated series? Powerpuff Girls, the original. The original yeah. 1990s Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. yeah. Uh, again, very specific uh, memory. It premiered November 18th, 1998. And my son was two. And so I would pretend that uh, we were watching it together. He had... Almost no interest in it. I mean, a moderate <laughs> interest in it. Yeah. Um, as much as a two-year-old would have. But uh, I watched all of them. And then I have two sisters. So, you know, we were always fighting over who was which Who got to be which girl. one. Yeah. yeah. So Even which one I was were a you? fully grown woman. I still maintain that I should be Bubbles, but they are saying Blossom. Really? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So, so you have then, a different uh, then my perception angry of yourself. Sister, <laughs> my angry sister's better cut. Right. I mean, oh, the other, yeah. it, me and my other sister agree on that every time. <laughs> but, you know, we're, we're always going back and forth about the other two. Very good. Well, we've yeah. thrown out our choices. And you can, like I said, others uh, <laughs> starting to pull ahead. Uh, if you like our choices on the on the social media poll, you can certainly vote for those. If you vote for other, all we ask is that you tell us in the comments or in the replies what you're choosing with your not one of these three votes. Uh, you can vote in the poll or leave a comment on our Twitter page. We are at PGTC Podcast. Uh, it'll be pinned right to the top of the page. So if you search for us and you click go or enter or search or whatever, uh, the first thing you'll see right there at the top is the poll. So go in and vote for that. Same thing on Facebook. It's at facebook.com slash Podcast. Poll is right there at the top for you. Uh, you can email us your choice if you'd prefer. If you don't do the social media thing, uh, pop goes the email at gmail.com. And finally, you can call the hotline if you like. Uh, that's area code 417-986-7842. You can call and tell us what your favorite animated series is. You can tell us why. We'll use those this Saturday when we're out here, hopefully talking to uh, people as they walk by about what their favorite animated series is, maybe asking them uh, what it is about the Rick and Morty that they that they like when they're out here buying out the merchandise in the Rigmobile on Saturday when we're That's out right. here in the parking lot. It's going to be warm, too. It's going to be toasty. <laughs> but we're gonna, yeah, we may be bringing a fan or <laughs> tin as well to I, set I up. I would highly <laughs> recommend that. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm glad that the Rick Mobile chose us. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about what you have coming up at the Draft House. Uh, tomorrow, I know you've got another live event. Well, before we get to that, how was uh, Monday night? How did that go with Greg? Monday night uh, went great. He's he's just a really nice person, like a very down-to-earth person. And, you know, like we would, we're like, here's a media room. We'll bring you some food. And he's like, why don't you guys stay and eat with me? And he's just like, just super down to earth and, and willing to answer any question, no matter how ridiculous, very patiently. <laughs> were there a few of those ridiculous questions? <laughs> yeah, <there laughs> yeah. Seems ridiculous like there always are. <laughs> yeah, but funny. And I, I like that. I like that he's very unassuming and, and doesn't, you know, take himself too seriously. So we like having him here. And, and uh, I, he might come back for volume two, depending on, you know, His demand. Schedule. Great. Yeah. And yeah, it went it went really well. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit then again about uh, Friday. Uh, you've got uh, director Ingrid Youngerman coming in, talking about her film, uh, Women Who Kill. Yes. Tell us a little bit about it. Are there still, are there still tickets available to There are still tickets okay. available for both uh, times. You have, what, 6.45 and 7.30, correct? Yep, okay. yep. Um, we It's it's officially our film club, so if you want to come and see what film club's all about, we typically have, you know, we try to have a speaker. We, try, we always have a discussion afterwards after each film. And we'll get a passport to you, get it stamped. Uh, I love um, a podcast called My Favorite Murder. Uh-huh. So any uh, murderinos who might be listening who would, you know, this is about a podcast that two women do. And it's a very dark, twisted, but dry kind of humor. Right. So it's like right in my wheelhouse. And I'm so excited to see it. <laughs> um, but yeah, we she's going to be here. She'll get here tomorrow afternoon, flying in and leaving super early Saturday morning. So it's it's a short but awesome opportunity Absolutely. to talk to a, a director. And it's won some awards. It's not just like a director of, of some like little <laughs> right. garage movie. Yeah, it's it's a real thing. Yeah, absolutely. So. Now tonight, uh, we talked about Incredibles twos opening this weekend, uh, but tonight you're having your first uh, family film party for the Incredibles 2. Yeah, yeah. I say tonight. It's really this afternoon at 4. 
And then you're doing another one again on Saturday morning as well, right? Yep. Um, actually, they did. They pushed the one today back to six twenty. Okay, so, so people have a you know. To so yeah. Get yep. home, get so the kids. Uh, we have the party starting before, like at five thirty. Great. Uh, we have tables for kids to decorate their own mask or their own make their own logo. Uh, we have a backdrop with like. You know, bam, pow, the words like attached to it. Just some, just some fun stuff for them to do. They can make their own flip book. They can. We've got coloring pages. That's why you have the mask today. Yes. <laughs> it just, it totally <laughs> did not. That's like, even I better. Just, I was like, I have no this idea why she has the mask. I'm trying out. You <laughs> well, know, I knew, like, I knew I there had to be a reason for it. I just couldn't. I'm. It's been like I said, like we said in the open. It's been a long week. And I just was not a, with you there yet until just now. So <laughs> no bank robberies. Now, well, I'm not <laughs> saying anything right now. Like on the record. Nothing else. Not, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, for those who aren't here, which is everybody listening except for the <laughs> few of us, Jennifer's got a like a bandit-looking mask. <laughs> she doesn't have it on. She's got it around her neck. But yeah. And I knew there it was there was some reason. Yeah. And I just wow. Until you said kids can decorate their own mask, I was like, oh. Yeah, I there put it this is. on. I <laughs> That's was like, "How comfortable is this going to be for these kids?" And I'm like, "Well, they're, they've got smaller eyes, you know." Yeah, which is good. Which is a blessing, really, for <laughs> yeah. a kid because it would be weird if they didn't. But yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing: for those of you that are thinking about doing a podcast, you don't always have to, you have to be physically present, but you don't always have to be mentally <laughs> <laughs> engaged on these. And things. sometimes, yeah, if like, you're lucky, us, none <laughs> of us are mentally <laughs> present. <laughs> we've had a, we've we've done a few of those shows, uh, uh, not yes. here, but we've done a few. Uh, uh-huh. We will be both physically and mentally present for the Rick Mobile on Saturday, uh, which will be here from two to five. We're going to be set up in the parking lot a little before two. We'll play some music, have some fun. Uh, and then we'll start our, the actual recording of the podcast right at 2 o'clock. Um, we hope to be out of here before 5 because we may melt um, mm-hmm. before then. Uh, but we'll be out here, and we encourage anybody, if you're Rick and Morty fans, and I know you are because we know you're out there. We we talk to you. We see your stuff. We, <laughs> and we know a few of you that are going to plan on being here anyhow. So come on out. Uh, say hi. When you see us set up, come over and say hi to us as well. Uh, like I said, we'll talk to you about, you know, you can be on the show. Tell us about your favorite uh, your, your favorite animated series, what you like about Rick and Morty. Um, talk, talk about whatever you want to talk about. Whatever we're talking about, feel free to grab the mic from one of us and just jump in. Because, yeah, do it. Yeah, um, I want you to. Because that's how we roll here. We don't we don't take turns. We don't play nice. We just step all over each other and talk yeah, to each other. Yeah, because if not, we'll come find you. Then we'll we do have the wireless mic that we'll be wandering right. the parking lot. And I want to believe down. Rick and Morty fans will not be afraid. Oh, you know? no. I'm pretty sure they yeah. will, they'll have so something to say. There, oh, yeah. Unintentional bucket list item. Absolutely. I went to the Rickmobile, and then I was on a podcast. <laughs> exactly. How does Knocked that two of them off in, in one day. Uh, and then uh, Sunday, of course, is Father's Day. You guys are doing a screening of True Grit, the old, not the remake, the original the old, True the, Grit yeah, with John Wayne. As it should be. On Sunday, yeah, absolutely. Uh, are you guys doing anything special with that? Like I know when you whiskey. had Mother's Day. Oh, <laughs> well, do, do yeah, tell. Yeah, we got we got some whiskey available, some uh, different options, um, all in the whiskey wheelhouse. But you know, we 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 understand that you want to pamper your mom and you want to give her brunch, you want to give her some nice caviar. Right. You know, with your dad, you just want to have some whiskey and watch some John Wayne. Absolutely. I mean, that's what that's how I feel. My dad would not do that, but I mean, either one, but a lot of dads would, and yep. so that's available. Absolutely. Those. And then between uh, now and when we see you next week, you guys have a couple things coming up this uh, upcoming week. Uh, Taxi Driver, you're screening it in 35 millimeter on Wednesday next week. Yes, and you know what is interesting is that um, I really thought that was going to do well, uh-huh. you know, like 
We have to, our 35 millimeter house is a large house. Yeah. So, you know, we very carefully try to select something once a month. And I thought this for sure. I was like, people are going to want to see that. And boy, am I wrong. You know, but, De Niro's been I mean, in the news good. lately. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that may be yeah, hurt. In this yeah. area of the, the country, sure. that might be working yeah. against it. Timing has never been my strong suit. <laughs> but yep, yep. And I, then, uh, <laughs> totally opposite of Taxi Driver, you also, on next Thursday, which I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about more, uh, you guys are screening Bridesmaid, and I saw you have some uh, keepsake champagne flutes to go along with that as well. Yes, the ticket price includes a champagne flute and a pour of champagne. Mm. So, and it's still an incredibly reasonable ticket price yeah. for, for that. Um, but because we had to pre-order them so early, we couldn't add more showings. Right. And, and, but I'm confident that with the response we've had for this movie, we'll be bringing it back for sure. Absolutely. People that's, love it. That's fantastic. It's, it's pretty hilarious. So I get it. Very cool. Anything else you guys have? How did, uh, I know you, we're still in the middle of, it's Pride Month, and we're mm-hmm. in the middle kind of your Pride Week that you guys are celebrating here at the Alamo. How's that gone for you? It's good. We've had, uh, you know, some organizations, Glow, Glisten, um, OTCs, Mosaic, mm-hmm. and they I've just encouraged them to keep their tables set up all week um, with information for anybody to take. But I, our main goal really for Pride Week was for people to understand that everyone's welcome here. Everyone's included here. There's a place for you. We, you know, we want to offer more programming, you know, to different different groups, different genres, just so that people feel like they can come here. And right. so I think in that sense, we've succeeded. We've got our pride shirts out if anybody wants to purchase those as well. We're going to be handing out our um, really exclusive pride, uh, our rainbow Alamo logo at, at the parade on, on Saturday, that's just awesome. giving people stuff. And But that's, Very yeah. Cool. I think especially now it's important that people understand they're not alone. Yeah. And that there's You're always, not alone. You're welcome. Yep. And that's, and you know. And we've talked about it, and I, we were emailing yesterday about it a little bit. You know, it's, it's sometimes <laughs> you turn on the news, and it's just like, what what next? Yeah. Or you log into your, you know, your inter- pull up your internet browser, and it's like, okay, what what bad news is next? But, yeah, well, that's... We're so immersed in news, and it's overwhelming. So that alone right. can cause a depression, just the feeling Absolutely. that... You know, there's so much going on, and, and it feels like so much of it is bad because of the yeah. sensationalism of, right. of the media. And uh, it's, I think we've all struggled. Yeah. I mean, at some point, or, or just low grade, ongoing anxiety, it's, it's just very prevalent. Right it is. Now, and that's so. why we want to use this show, this platform to let people know you know what? Yeah, it might be rough out there, but take a few minutes, get caught up on what's going on in, in the world of pop culture and entertainment movies when we're here, uh, and we'll try to put a smile on your face. We may not always succeed, but <laughs> at you least are make trying. you think, yeah. at least I'm not those people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it could be worse. I could be those guys, but uh, yeah. but yeah, I mean, we want everybody to feel like they have, you know, like they're welcome, like they have a voice, like they have a place, like they're not alone, so... Uh, that's why we encourage you. If you need something to help get you through the day or the week, let us know, and we'll we'll try to find something to put a smile on your face, or you know, send some positive vibes or some love out there for you as well. So yeah, we're always willing to help. Absolutely, yep. and we certainly appreciate uh, the people that tune in and listen to us week after week. In some cases, day after day, yeah. we've got a few of those that <laughs> yeah. are there every day, and we appreciate you. We love awesome. you very much. 
to know when those new episodes are available, be sure to subscribe to the Pop Goes the Culture podcast on your podcast player of choice, whatever that might be. Uh, so that way you'll know. I want to say right away when they're available, but it doesn't always work that way. Some of those things don't publish, but like twice a day. So <laughs> you'll know soon after we put one of these things out there. Sometime. At some point you'll know. And then our next show, of course, like we've been talking about it because we're looking forward to it so much. We'll be out here again at the Alamo Draft House on Saturday. Uh, the Rickmobile is pulling into the lot. We will be set up under the bright pink tent. We'll have our bright yellow shirts on. It'll be so bright. You can't miss us. Um, so just come on over, say hi, let us know you listen to the show, let us let us know what you think we should do better, because <laughs> there is some yeah. of that. Uh, or just get your voice heard on a podcast. I mean, how many people can say they've done that? So exactly. Kenny, Kenny yeah. will make you famous. Oh, make you right. famous. <laughs> yes, he will. Uh, there's, plenty people, well, there's plenty of people doing podcasts, but they're doing it out of their rooms at their house or whatever, and they've got their 12 followers, which is their mom, their dad, their cousins, and blah, blah, right. blah. You know, we're out there. We've got people all over the country and stuff listening. And, yeah, granted, it's not tens of thousands, but, hey. It is tens. Yeah. And it is thousands. <laughs> so, yeah, hey. it, so it may not be tens See, of thousands, but it's kind of a two. big deal. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, so tell us your thoughts on anything we've talked about, anything we didn't talk about, but we should have, what you've seen recently uh, that you want to talk about, what you're going to come see this weekend at the Alamo Draft House. Uh, and what you think are the top stories that you want us to talk about each and every week. If we use your suggestions, of course, we will give you a shout-out. Uh, you can tag us again or tweet at us on Twitter, at PGTC Podcast. Tag us or post on our wall at Facebook. We're at facebook.com slash Podcast. Email us at popgoestheemail at gmail.com or use the hotline. We set it up for a reason. And you know what to do with the hotline, everybody. I tell you all the time. Now, 417. <laughs> can't believe the calls aren't pouring in. I, I, cannot, I can't believe it. 417-986-7842. Call the hotline. Let us know what you think. Links to all that and more on our website at www.pgtcpodcast.com. Dot com And again, like we've said, and we'll say it again, if you need something from us, hit us up throughout the week. Uh, let us know what we can do to help you out, make your day, your week, your month, whatever, more enjoyable. Or even your year. <laughs> you can, oh, no. no, no, we're not going to sing. No, we're not going to. No, 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 no. Uh, that's, that's about it. It's, wow. Last time we sang, yeah, <laughs> only two of us sang. So if you two want to go ahead and sing the theme song to Friends, then be out. our guest. That's about my extent of knowing the words. <laughs> yeah. That's it. I think we're done. I think uh shorter show, but there wasn't a whole lot of stuff going on this week. Anything else you guys have got going on out here? Is no, I'm excited. Uh, excited to see you guys here Saturday. Yeah. yeah we'll have to, uh, when we finish here, we'll have to figure out exactly where we're going to set oh, up. I'll, and show, all that, yeah. so. I'll show you the area. She'll tell us where to go. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. for it sure. It was like a year or two years ago, my friends lived down in Dallas. And I don't remember if they the Rickmobile came to Dallas or came to Austin. A nearby, right. One of those two. And he was posting pictures and bragging, ha ha, blah, blah, this and awesome. that. And I'm like, yeah, stuff like that doesn't come to Springfield. It's and like, that sucks. And, and now it does. Yeah. And then I saw that and I was like, oh. Well, I don't think, yeah, <laughs> some real. people, I mean, you see these things every once in a while, but I don't think people realize that, you know, when those kind of things roll through, Springfield's one of the smaller cities on their stops. Yep. And things like that don't come through all the time. Yeah. So. And if you want them to continue to come to this area, you've got to get out and see them and uh, take advantage of those things Absolutely. when they're here. Because otherwise, the next time it'll be by, you'll have to drive three or four hours one direction or the other. So come on out and, you know, yeah, make, it, make it worth their while. I mean, yeah. if they're like, 
Yeah, we would start off Springfield. Ten people showed up, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't. You know, if you're planning on doing that, don't. You know, but if hundreds of people show up, they're like, hell yeah, they had a huge yeah. turnout, mm-hmm. and, you, and and it's you just like any industry, anything. It's all connected. So when yep. they say, man, the Rickmobile's going back again, they must have people showing up. Then then other we'll folks that have yeah, yeah the other you know, all of a sudden you've got other stops being made throughout the town. So so yeah, come out and take advantage of it because. Uh, if you don't, they don't come back. And if yeah, I tell people that all the time. We can't keep doing this fun stuff if nobody shows up. Exactly. So we're just so grateful when people do because let's just keep oh, yeah. taking it next level. So all of our fans that are listening that are around on Saturday, if you're looking for a place to come hang out, come hang out with us Saturday. We'll be here, like I said, 2 o'clock recording. Uh, we'll bring extra chairs. We'll find a spot for you. We got extra mics. We'll just, you just belly on up to the table and join the podcast with us. And we'll have fans. Yeah, we'll be fans. When you say fans, you, of course, the the fans. you're talking about box fans. Yeah, you're talking about the kind. Yeah, we'll the, have mechanical fans. <laughs> we, we will not actually have any fan fans. <laughs> oh, we're gonna have some. I guarantee uh, somebody's gonna come out and be like, "I listen to your show, man. I love it." I hope so. If you do, stop by and say hi to us. Even if you don't want to get on the show, Tom Kenny sent you. <laughs> Even if you don't <laughs> want to be on the show, stop by and say hi. Let us know you're listening. So Joey there. knows that I can make people famous. That's right. If you want to be famous, be on the show. Until then, tide us over for a couple days. We'll see you Saturday. I have been Joey Mills with GeekDad.com. Odin Wright with Upscale Edge. Kenny with Upscale Edge. And Jen with Alamo Draft House. We will see you on Saturday. Later. Later. See you guys.